Let's talk about the final. Let's talk about the potential of what could happen in the final. Um, I think Italy has played a lot more difficult games en route to the final and have lost the key player in Spinatola. But, um, you know, a final is, is, is a one-off and, and they're going to be, they're going to be a good match for England. You know, it's hard to, to, to bet against England playing at home and knowing the quality that England has in that, in that locker room or that squad. But I do think both teams are going to go into this one with a lot of respect for their opponent. Not that like you can go into games, um, you know, disrespecting opponents, but I think teams quietly, you know, in, in their private space, know know what the other team is really about. And, and I think both teams are going to have a lot of um, headaches to 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 deal with they, they can both give each other headaches i'm not sure if this is going to be a game for hurricane uh, i think it's going to be a game for whoever plays at right wing or at left wing for england i think sterling has one of those roles and i think between saka foden grealish and sancho I think I think it's going to be an interesting game for whoever plays in those positions because De Lorenzi actually stays stays home a little bit so he can be um sometimes left a little bit exposed by by the midfielders you know uh, Barella likes to venture forward and and um so Sterling is going to have a lot of time to turn around and run at De Lorenzi, whoever plays the left wing. I think it will be Sterling. And then Emerson Palmieri is, you know, he knows as well that he wasn't supposed to be starting games. And now here he is with a chance to start in the final. I don't know what other options Roberto Mancini has to start instead of um, Emerson Palmieri at, at left back. So that's going to be a fascinating, um, fascinating battle. And um, I also think another fascinating battle will be how the two old heads at center back do against Harry Kane. That, that should be, you know, another one to, to look out for. So I, I do think they are likely to neutralize him, which is why I think that three players playing behind Harry Kane are going to be very important. Um, and I think if they play Mount, I, you know, Gareth Southgate likes him. I think Mount should probably be on Jorginho and try to, and, and Mount is a very, I mean, you know, I know he had to pause for that isolation period, but this is, he's played two full games now, 95 minutes today. He should be able to, to you know, have some recovery time and be on his most pressy mode 
against his club teammate Jorginho going into the game on Sunday. And he's younger, he's faster. So it should be it should be an interesting battle there, the Chelsea battle between Jorginho, who is likely to be Italy's most de- the most deep midfield player, or deepest midfield player, and and um, Mason Mount, who's likely to play in the in the most um, advanced in midfield role for England. So that's going to be, you know, whoever can win the most one-on-one duels will end up winning that game. And then you have Iparella in midfield and and Verratti versus versus um, the kid from West Ham and the kid from Leeds, Declan Rice. What's wrong with me? Forgetting his name. Declan Rice and Kelvin Phillips. And those two, that should make for a very tasty midfield battle. Um, whilst I think the more I go 1v1, I, I'm seeing more England wins in these one-on-ones because the, the England two in midfield behind Mount are more... They have more legs than than the Italian two on either side of Jorginho. So, and that could be very pivotal. You know, if the game is played at a slow pace, Italy, I still think, have the edge in terms of like the brain, um, their guile, and their ability to to manipulate and control the tempo of the game. So, if England want to hurry them, I think that's going to be England's best chance of um, of taking advantage of where Italy is, Italy is weakest. Now, I don't know how England, how able England will be to do this after having played extra time today. And, um, and I don't know how, you know, how well recovered they will be by Sunday. But both times I've seen Italy be very uncomfortable, which was against Austria and then in the semifinal where with two teams who basically counter-press them and didn't let them come out of their half, disrupt their build-up play, and um, and I think that's I think England have the players to do that. I know I picked Italy to win this tournament because I didn't realize at the time, and I still think if if maybe Italy have had twice a practice at dealing with this, they've failed both times. Maybe they get better at it the third time of trying. I don't know. I do think Italy have the experience in their team, and they have probably their best their best part of the game also happens to be matching England's best part of the game which is defense Italy are better even though they are more of a defensive team historically they're better on the ball and they've been better off the off the on the ball than they have been off it I just don't know if England can keep the ball away from Italy for as long periods like Spain did you know Spain only allowed Italy 30% of the ball in that game. So I don't know if England will do the same, but I will say that if England plays a game like like Spain did without the ball, even if they then share the possession 50-50, I think England give themselves a good chance to win against Italy on Sunday. 
But if they are going to play like they did against Germany, which was to let Italy have the ball and try to hit them on the break, I think they're going to be screwing themselves over. Uh, I think this Italian team is far better than the Germany team as far as knowing what to do with the ball when given time on the ball. Insigne, Immobile, who may be replaced by Belotti or or maybe even Insigne playing in the middle and Berardi with Chiesa on either side of um, um, Insigne, which is what Mancini did in, the, in this last game against Spain. That looked really good. That's when Italy looked most threatening, actually, when they had Lorenzo Insigne in the middle as the connector with the two guys on either side of him running beyond him. Uh, that that was that was an interesting um, little tactical switch by Roberto Mancini. I don't know if he's going to be prepared to go to that from the start. But but yeah, I I would like to see what ends up happening in the midfield battle because England has more speed and more power um, compared to Italy's reliance on quarterbacking, maneuvering, tactical fouling, and um, just, I'm not saying England aren't clever. I just think Italy's style of play is very, very, very reliant on like tactical wisdom and tactical smarts and technical um, ingenuity and and England has a lot, a lot more young players who are still growing into their games, and um, just yeah, just not had that same level of IQ. It doesn't mean that England players are dumb or anything like that. I just think that Italy's footballing IQ, you know, from the back all the way right through that team is is, is sky skyrocketing, is through the roof. So. That's going to be just an, an interesting thing to see how that bad, how that works out because I think England will have the edge because they have a much younger team and and a lot more players who play in probably the most, not probably actually, in the most demanding league in world football. Almost all of England's players play in England, you know, with the exception of like Kieran Trippier who hasn't been playing regularly um, and the kid from Dortmund going to Manchester United, Sancho. Um, he had one start and hasn't been, it seems like Saka has been preferred to him and maybe even Foden kind of got a shot today. So I know that the English players will be able to sustain the the high tempo for much longer, which is probably what also got them over the line against Denmark today. So... It should be an even game, you know. Let's see if Italy can can dictate the tempo. If Italy is able to play the game at their own pace, they win this game. If England is able to hurry them and not give them time on the ball, I can see an England win too. It's just going to be a matter of who can impose their will on their opponent on the day. I know I called Italy, but I'm going to repeat it. It's hard to, it's hard for me to see myself rooting against Bukayo Saka or, or this particular England team, especially when 
you know, 16 year old me watch England <laughs> um, fluff their lines to 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 get the chance to win at home in 1996. I just aged myself over there. But yeah, um, that was the last time like they really made serious waves to 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 get to get a shot at winning the Euros. I mean, I know they've been decent in the last couple of tournaments, 2016 and this sorry, 2016 was embarrassing with I I um with the knockout to Iceland. But uh, in 2018 they were good. And um and England always goes into tournaments when they qualify with a respectable squad. But I think that 1996 squad was was really good and had a lot of experience. And the current coach, you know, was the unfortunate guy who had to suffer the headlines for missing that penalty. And um, but they lost the eventual, um, you know, winners of the tourney. And yeah, it was a tough, tough, toughly competitive, uh, competitive. <laughs> A toughly, a, t- a okay. My English is escaping me. Too much football in my brain and too much history trying to reach far back. But um, yeah, it was tough and competitive, and England lost by you know a spot kick. Maybe they win in spot kicks this year. Who knows? But they didn't need that today. Congratulations to them, and look forward to the final. It's been really, really great watching these games and we're coming close to the end. After which we'll be focusing on the transfer market and the headaches that it all brings before the season starts next month. Until then, thanks for listening. My name is Bonisile and you've been listening to Footy Notes. Thanks for your support. Cheers.